definitely have some blessings. I'm so proud of our church choir, our school choir. To see those young people just growing up in the Lord is just wonderful. At this time, I'd like to welcome our KKVD radio listeners, as well as our, our, the folks that are watching us on the internet. Uh, I'd like to invite you, whenever you have the opportunity, to come visit us here at Abundant Life Seventh-day Adventist Church, which is located at 1720 North J Street. And you can call us at area code 702-647-2627. And today, our speaker will be Pastor Lee Wars. Um, he always promised me to bring a, a great message, but I didn't get a chance to talk to him about the message today, so it's gonna be a little bit of a surprise to me. But I'll, I'll be listening. <clears throat> uh, and we will hear from him after we hear again from our school choir.
I want to thank the Abundant Life Christian Academy Choir. Next week, they'll be having week of prayer, and some of them will be preaching. And um, I know someone in particular, Brother Breslin, will be speaking as well. And, 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 and he's our second speaker, and they, every now and then he slaps me in my hand and I say, Preacher, how are you today? <laughs> so I can't wait to hear what he has in store for the children. Indeed, it's a wonderful thing to be in the presence of God. Amen? There's no other place that would bless you than to be in the presence of God. Now, if you were dragged here, don't worry. It's the best place to be. Now, it's nicer if you're here because you want to be here. Because you get a double blessing because you're here to meet Jesus. Can you say amen? Can you smile for Jesus today? Amen. 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 I want to thank the musicians. And thank you for the brand new song, Sister Robin. That was lovely. I like new things. Don't you like new things, church? You don't like to eat the same thing every day? It's beautiful. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Can you pray with me? Father, thank you for being here today. Holy Spirit, keep us focused on the word today, we pray. And may we leave here filled and all our burdens washed away. Bless us to this end, we pray. Amen. To our visitors from California and everywhere else, for our Latinos, Feliz Sabado. And Sister Mavis, welcome back. And if you're visiting Abundant Life, Janelle and Taylor, uh, I want you to know you're in the best church. In Nevada, Utah, conference. Amen. Wherever you're from, I want you to know this. Amen. And remember wherever you go. Amen. Ah, <laughs> uh, don't hate. It's all right. It's all right. I just love my church. I love my church. Oh, yeah. And I want to thank all of you. This is my last sermon in this series. We have been on a journey since last year, have we not? Oh, yeah. Preaching about the Holy Spirit, about service, about family, about stewardship. And I've been on this stewardship deal for quite some time. And by now, you should know, and it should be clear, that when we talk about stewardship, we are not just talking about your money. 
I thought I'd like an amen on that. That's all right. I don't mind you listening to me because you can't say amen and listen at the same time. We have been talking about stewardship of service. We talked about stewardship of using your spiritual gifts. We talked about the fact that each and every one of us have at least three gifts, time, influence, and opportunity. That's what we said. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll refresh you. I'll refresh you. And we also said that, that, that stewardship of the body, the church body, is important. We also said that stewardship, stewardship of our personal bodies, Kelly, our own bodies is important. And so I, I, I watched something very provocative, and, and, and that documentary, I, I borrowed the title, Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead. And I preach on that. I was a little worried, but, but the Lord said, go ahead. I didn't hear his voice, but, but I felt inspired to go ahead. Yeah, yeah. And we also looked at the importance of giving our all to God, or everything. And so I thought that it would be fitting, Dr. White, to, to wrap this series up, this, this, uh, put it all together now, and today I want to talk about and look at the stewardship of the family, Tiffany. The stewardship of the family. Yeah, the family. 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 Mm. And I said the family because our families, our families go through a lot. And so I've entitled this sermon, I've entitled this sermon, those who are watching online from different parts of the country, I have entitled this part of the sermon, this sermon in particular, for better or for worse. Yes, for better or for worse. Say it with me. For or worse. Oh, yes. For better or for worse. Turn your Bibles now to John chapter 13 that was read so eloquently by Dr. White. John chapter 13, verse 34, 35. My introductory text, Raymar. My introductory text. You have it? You ready? If you found it, say amen. amen. If not, say hold up, preacher. All right. Okay, no, no, no. You should have it by now. John, the 13th chapter, verse 34. Bible says, what does it say? A. Come on. Come on now. This is the word now. The word. Let me see the word. Lift your word up. Let me, let me see your word. Yes. All right. Good. Read now. A. I give unto that as I have that ye also. Verse 35. By. Beautiful. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. 
Then I want you to turn over now to Colossians chapter 3. Yeah, I know you haven't seen that, that in a long time. Yeah. Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians. Huh? Are you there? Ooh, beautiful. Saints love their Bible. Colossians chapter 3. Chapter 3. And you there already. So I want you to go to chapter 12. And I want you to stay there. Don't read. Just stay there. Just stay there with me. Don't, don't, don't go nowhere. Just stay right there. Verse 12. Yeah. Chapter 3, verse 12. Just stay right there. I know you're there because people are talking to me. And that's good. Talk to me. Yeah. 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 Families matter to God. And Satan, who is not our friend, not our friend, understands that family matter to God. So, so when he tempted mankind to disobey God, immediately we found fracture in the human relationship. And the bad news is, I know you don't like bad news. I don't like bad news. The bad news is that he's not about to quit. He wants your children. He wants your husbands and he wants your wives. And so we've got to deal with each other in our families, in a hostile environment. Why? Because sin, Brother Larry, complicates things. You would agree with me that if we didn't have sin to deal with, then our families would get along just fine. So if we have trouble with each other, it's because we've got a sin problem. So Paul says to the families in Colossae, I know you've got some problems in your families, but it's for better or for worse. Hang in there. I got a few words for you. Now we can look at the verse. Verse 12. Put on... Ooh-wee. Colossians 3, verse 12. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy, beloved, balls of mercy, kindness, humbleness, of mind, meekness, long-suffering. I want this up here because I like this version, NIV. And I asked the gentleman who would do such a wonderful job. Mike, thank you. Bible says, therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with, say the word, kindness, humility, gentleness and if you're God's chosen people then you know how to act in your families Christians ought to know how to act like Christians 
<laughs> and Christians act like Jesus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then, then Paul says to clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, uh, gentleness, and patience. Uh, why, why would Paul say that, Sister Yancy? Why would he say uh, that we should put this, these things on? Well, I have a few thoughts. Pastor Lewis has a few thoughts. Maybe, maybe, there were some heartless wives, some careless husbands, some mean-spirited, braggadocious, caustic, and intolerant bunch of people over there in Colossae. There's a reason Paul, Wilena, must have had to write this letter and mail it off to the Colossians. See, 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 families fall apart for a reason. And it doesn't happen overnight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Instead of doing the hard work of understanding, reconciling, and forgiving the other person, some of us cover up the hurt. All smiles on Sabbath. Happy Sabbath. <laughs> we cover up and bury the abuse in our families. Consequently, I have, I won't tell you exactly, but there is a neighbor I know, and this neighbor gets beat up every now and then. I mean, beat up. And then after these seasons, Dr. Hundley, I, I, I see the family come out and everybody just smiling. <laughs> and I'm saying to myself, you know, something must be wrong with me. Everybody just happy and smiling. And I think to, maybe I'm hearing things. Cover up the hurt. Some, some families cannibalize each other. Some, some poison the environment wherever they go. If, you, if they're not happy, nobody ought to be happy. Some families right now are nurturing wounds of hidden resentment. And in some cases, you know, I go to the Honda dealership, and, and, and every, every, every now and then they're telling me, you, you, you want an upgrade? I never asked for an upgrade. <laughs> and I feel sometimes that our families, when they go through things, we, deep within them, they're like an upgrade. Paul says, Paul says, uh, upgrade is not the answer. For better or for worse, stick with it. Verse 13, bear with each other. Forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance, if you got some differences against someone, bear with them. Why? Forgive them as the Lord forgave you. Easier said than done. 
Because divorce for a lot of people is just like taking out the trash. <laughs> it, 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 getting rid of something when it stinks. And consequently, yesterday I was driving somewhere and my, you know, I don't know why Rosa pointed this sign out to me. But it said 702 divorce. <laughs> I don't know if I should be worried. <laughs> uh, maybe I just need to pray some more. Hallelujah! She can't divorce me. You crazy? Over my, okay. She was just highlighting to me. How easy it is to say, I'm done. I quit. It's over. I can't take it anymore. I, I'm, I, I'm, it's done. Paul says, for better or for worse, baby. For better or for worse. Hang in there. <laughs> Stick with it. And I, I have a sneaky suspicion that that, that's Samantha, that that is how some of our relationships are in the church. Instead of committing ourselves and enriching the body of believers, for better or for worse, too many of us spend time criticizing, judging what should be and what ought to be done around here. If we would just spend some time uplifting somebody, praying with somebody, healing somebody, touching somebody, then I think, I think heaven will come down and glory fill abundant life. What do you say? But it can't happen when families are fragmented and children become collateral damage. Paul then says, Colossians verse 3, ch chapter 3, verse 14, that's where I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit in this little piece, Didi. I'm going to sit right here, and we're going to handle business. Stay with me. Right up in this, Jaslyn. I'm going to stay right here. Everything about the family is right here. Verse 14. See, see, see now. Now, verse 14, gentlemen. Verse 14, verse 14. And over all these virtues... Put on what? Love. Put on love, which binds them all together in perfect uh, uni un unity. U-N-I-T-Y. U-N-I-T-Y. Yeah. <laughs> unity. God wants to do something in his church, but he can't do much if we are not united, if there is this unity, God can't do. See, you can't do verse 12 unless you do verse 14. You can't be kind. You can't be compassionate. You can't be humble. You can't be gentle. You can't be patient if you don't have the love of God flowing through you. And, and, and let me just, uh, uh, listen, young people like tell me, be real, Pastor Lee. Well, let me be real. You know, relationships, relationships are difficult things. 
There are a whole category of beasts and, 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 and animals. It's, it's a different kind of animal. Relationships. There are many people who love to have a relationship. Uh, but, 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 relationships are difficult things. But when we put on love, it's a rewarding experience. It's always funny, Sister Morris, when people go in for counseling. You know, Elder, they go in for counseling. Somebody is always wrong. And somebody is always right. Pastor, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know what I'm going through. You really don't know. But when you put on the love, you're not interested in who is right and who is all wrong. You're more interested in putting on love. Because putting on love means you're willing to punt the hate. Putting on love means not writing people off, demonize them. Putting on love means you don't have to give everybody a piece of your mind. <laughs> if you give everybody a piece of your mind, what you going to have left? A piece of your mind, you give peace to Elder Hudson, you give peace to Sister, and you give peace to Sister, and you give peace to Sister, what you got left? No peace at all. I think some people understand what I'm saying. Paul says, families matter to God, Jaslyn. Not only that, not only that, but if your heart ain't right, then the family ain't right. <laughs> See, this is, this is interesting. This is interesting. Because you want your families to run right, but your heart ain't right. You want your families to be spiritual, but you ain't spiritual. You want kindness up in your family, but you're not kind. And if the family ain't right, then the church, you know what I'm going, where I'm going, then the church can't be right. And a sick church is a poor representation of God. Look at them going up in there, looking all fine. You see that, Brother Angel? You see them? <laughs> you see them? They ain't kind. They're just giving Jesus a bad name. So Paul says, you've got to have these two weapons. How many weapons? Yeah, pop them out like that. Double barrel, Smith and Western. Two weapons for the survival of your families. Colossians, they're found in Colossians 3, verse 15 and 16. He says, let the peace of Christ rule you and let the message of Christ dwell among you. Like peas and carrots, you need both of them. Why, Paul, why? Because if it's more about being right than having right relationships, if it's more about battles won 
than the Beatitudes. If it's more about winning an argument, yeah, than remaining in love, you're only going to have fractured people and fractured families. See, Jesus didn't say, Jesus didn't say, by this will all men know that you are my disciples if you can shout your spouse into submission. He didn't say that, 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 that by this will all men know that you are my disciples if you can skillfully and effortlessly destroy the character of others in your conversations. He didn't say, uh, by this will all men know that you're my disciples if you are more manipulative than anyone else on the face of the earth. Jesus says, love one another as I've loved you, so you must love one another. By this all men will know you're my disciples. Hmm, disciples. Jesus says, disciples. Disciples, 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 disciples have regular family worship. <laughs> Far too many homes don't have no fire in their family altar, just smolding ashes. Some of them not smolding, they're dead. And I, do, do you remember when you used to worship God? Some of you were on time for the Sabbath. You were ready. The kids were dressed up. And hallelujah, the food was prepared. The bread was baked. Yeah. Everybody showered. Brother Ross, you know what I'm talking about. Everybody's sitting down. And, 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 and they broke out the hymnal. Amen. And day is dying in the West. And, 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 and sweet music flowed from you. And, and, uh, and I, can't be, I, I can just imagine the angels are all smiling with each other. And Holy Spirit was, was, was having a good time. You remember that, don't you? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but far too many of our families are, are, aren't worshiping together no more. In the city of sin. See, if you were living in a bush somewhere, maybe you wouldn't, but you're in the city of sin. That means... You have greater responsibility to your families because there's more affecting them. Right. So let me hurry on right here because, because I want to get this. But even though we are weak in that department, we still dare to ask God to save our children. Heal our sick. Come on, God, bless my home. It occurred to me that too many of us want, 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 would, would, would like to just text God. Text God our list of wants and needs. But we don't want a relationship. All we want is our needs to be met. No personal contact, no commitment. And the thought came to me as well that even people who work, who work, in the red light district, get paid. 
they get rewarded for their services. But it occurred to me, at times, far too many see God as just the means to an end. God, if you do this, I will do that. God, 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 if, if you hook me up, maybe I'll worship you some more. And it seems like obsessive compulsive disorder. Some of us got OCD. We just want to control God, manipulate God. But Paul says, if you always have to be right, you don't have humility. If you can write people off with whom you disagree, you don't have kindness. If you have to get even and you're not willing to work out the differences, you got no mercy. If you're easily irritated with others, you got no patience. And if you're always negative and critical, you got no love in you. And so I had this, you know, you know, the preacher is preaching to himself, hallelujah. I'm talking to myself first. And last night I, I went over this several times and my wife heard it already. <laughs> Hallelujah. And she said, amen, amen, amen. amen. <laughs> Saying amen nice like, what are you trying to say? Amen. <laughs> so I learned this little lesson. Stop trying to fix people, man. <laughs> Stop trying to fix people. You can't fix people. You can pray for them. Hallelujah. God has got the manual on these people. He's got the information on the people around you. And only God can fix them. And he knows what he's doing. To just keep on praying and let God do his will. Let him start with you first. You want love in your family? Let love come in your heart first. You want kindness in the family? Let kindness come first. You want, you want the people to be generous in your family? You be generous in your family. Hmm? You, you, you want more love? Oh, be loving. You want more hugs? Go on and share some, some hugs. Go on and play me some. Yeah, that's it. That's the message. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go do it now. Let's go do it for better or for worse. Verse 17 says, Whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all to the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. You can't hate your way to glory. You can't be mean-spirited to the glory of God. If you do youth ministry, do it to the glory of God. If you do VIP, do it to the glory of God. If you are an elder, do it to the glory of God. If you're a deacon, do it to the glory of God. A deaconess, do it to the glory of God. Men's ministries, do it to the glory of God. Lead the children's choir, do it to the glory of God. Are you a daddy? Do your fathering to the glory of God. Are you a husband? Do it to the glory of God. Why? 
Because you're chosen. You're God's people, holy and dearly loved. And if nobody does it, God expects you to do it. Why? Because you're my disciples, and that's the only way you can be my disciples. In the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus was there, and he was burdened. The weight of our sins was upon him, and the devil taunted him and chastised him. And in, in my mind, he, he, he must have been saying, for better or for worse. I'm going to stay the course because Russell St. Patrick Lee Wars is depending on me. Somebody is depending on me, so I'm going to stay the course. And then, then they lacerated his back like a piece of raw meat. And they taunted him and they chastised him and, 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 and then he was dehydrated and they didn't give him no sleep. They kept him up all night. The same God who created them. But he said for better or for worse. Then, then they put the, the heavy cross on his back and he had to walk with it. And nobody wanted to help him. Even the people who he healed were standing there who he fed, who drank the wine, were standing there and nobody wanted to help. You know who they got to help? Against his will, Brother Simon. They grabbed him, threatened him and his family. You go help him, Jew. So somebody was forced, was forced to help the Savior that would save him from his sins. Oh my, you got to ruminate, spend some time on that. And he finally gets to the top of the hill. And they ripped his clothes off, stripped him naked. Because that's how criminals ought to be treated. That's your Jesus and my Jesus. That's what they did. Then they nailed him and impaled him. Use a, use, use a spear and poked him in his side. And he was up there for the world to see. And even then, he found some time to save somebody with his dying lips and breath to save somebody. Jesus want to save our families today. But he got to start with you. Families aren't abstract objects. Families are made up of people. And when one part in the family is broken, got messed up thoughts, is always critical and judgmental, then the whole family suffers. That's why when some folk have cancer and, 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 and they can't, 
when they, they find it early and they get it in the arm, they cut the arm off to save the rest of the body. So I ask the question today, it's the appeal time. It's very simple. If you want to make a commitment to Jesus today, stand. Stand to your feet. If you don't want to make a commitment to Jesus, don't stand to your feet. I ain't mad at you. Not mad at you. But if you can stand to your feet, if you have the ability and you want to make a commitment to Jesus, stand on your feet. Because Jesus stood up for you. Amen. And he stood up for me when nobody else would. There were others who did it secretly. Who came by night. Don't want to be associated with Jesus. So they came privately. Well, there's coming a time where you can't hide behind mama's faith or daddy's faith or nobody's faith but yours. You will have to stand on your own two feet, not because you wear the garb Seventh-day Adventist, but because you have made a decision for Jesus. So I'm wondering today, straight up, I'm wondering if there's somebody here you have not made your stand for Jesus and you want to do it right now, I want to pray with you. If you're here, if you're here and you want to make your stand for Jesus right now, this moment, come to the front. I want to pray with you straight up. I'm a straightforward guy. So as your heads are bowed, I want church, I asked you to pray today because when I look up there and I saw all of you, I felt impressed. I felt empowered. I love prayer meeting. Prayer, oh prayer, is the breath of the soul. And I wonder if, 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 the, if the spirit of prophecy say that, that, that prayer is the thermometer of the spirituality of the church. And I look in the prayer meeting and I see just some old people. I wonder about the spirituality of our church. Pray. You want power? Pray. You want power of your addictions? Pray. You want strength, spiritual strength? Pray. You want stronger marriages? Pray. Why aren't you praying? Pray. You want protection on your children? Pray. And you wonder why they're leaving home? Pray. So here's my call again before I pray. If there's someone here today, you, you, you're saying, Lord, you're saying, Lord, you come over this side. You're saying, Lord, I've been coming to Abundant Life for a long time now, and I want to I wanna step out in faith. 
Help me, Holy Ghost. Help me step out in faith. Are you here? If you're here, come on. Come on. Church, you praying. Your heads are bowed. You're praying. Come on. Come on. Wherever you are, wherever you are, we calling. We calling. Come on. Come on. You want, you want that power? Come on. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. I know somebody here really want to come. You want some help? Just raise your hand wherever you are and say, say, say Pastor Lewis, can you walk with me? Pastor Lewis, walk with me. You know, I'm kind of scared. I'm, I'm nervous. Are you here? Just raise your hand. I'll come get you. I'll come get you wherever you are right now. If you're here. If you're here. Yes. You want to come to Jesus? Come on. Come to Jesus. Wherever you are, if you're here, come to Jesus. All right. I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray. And here's my prayer. Here's my prayer. Here's my prayer. Father, while I'm praying, if you'd like Bible studies, Bible studies, just raise your hand right now. I got Bible workers who would like to work with you. Yeah, if you want Bible studies, just raise your hands. They'll come and study with you or set up something so you can study and learn more about Jesus. Are you here? Raise your hand wherever. All right. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Father, you know, you've got some people out there today who have made their calling and election sure. They have settled the business with you. Lord, they are right in their relationship with you. But Father, I, I don't know, but you know. And I believe there are others out there that know they're not right with you. That their relationship with you is, is far from where it should be. Holy Spirit, go by and touch that person today. Oh, Father, trouble them. Trouble that individual. Oh, Father, empower that individual. Empower that man, that woman, that boy, that girl who needs to set the record straight today. Oh, Father, no one knew Sister McGlover, Sister Wanda, would not be alive today. No one knew that. She never planned. But as a true soldier of the cross, we thank God for the way she has been serving you. And I say to myself, as I reality struck home once again, Lord, for this preacher, whenever you call my name, oh God, I'd rather to go into the kingdom without my legs and my arms. But Father God, I want to be with you. May this be the request of everyone here. For we pray it and ask it by faith in the name of Jesus. Let God's people say amen.
And God's people say hallelujah. hallelujah. Say praise the Lord for good measure. Amen, amen. Please be seated. serve as our benediction at this time. Please allow our ushers to serve you. 